0: I'm in the resplendent light. (laughs) Hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay,
1: hallelujah.
0: (laughs) You speak about Bill Gates and Windows starts talking to you. That, that really just happened. Hi Melinda. Remember Red Letter Ministries in your philanthropy. Store up treasures in heaven. Let the Gates Foundation begin to give into the glory of God. I have faith for anything, don't you? We just welcome everyone that's tuning in online you're in for a real treat tonight of the new wine we pray for y'all to be completely fine as you find your path into the greater glory of your renewed mind all of that rhymed amen We call that Davidic psaltery, which is reasonable in case we have Pharisees tuning in tonight. We give the Pharisees some logic and reason because we also pastor the realm of the dead. We pastor the living and the dead both because I really love sheep and lost sheep, and i treat no one as goats. I love lost sheep. But will you leave the 99 for me? I know the glory will. I'll be right here. In the glory. We'll release the helicopter angels upon you. And we'll release the joy of the Lord the presence of the glory cloud to come and rapture you. We'll see you in heavenly places. Amen? Amen spider. You hear spiders say amen back there? I always have a witness in my cat. You know it's important because I just started a translation of the Bible called the drunk cat translation felt inspired by brother Brian Simmons, or deep in the passion translation for years, so thankful for that most inspired translation of the Bible. But I get really drunk in the Holy Spirit, and sometimes it goes beyond even the message paraphrase. And uh, I was reading in Jude one eighteen. Man, we got drunk this last weekend on the Holy Ghost. I just flabbergasted, two sheets to the wind and flapping. It's kind of like Solitarsus after he got born again, he said, you're going to have to carry me. I can't even see anything right now. We wear the sunglasses because when the glory comes, we're, we're literally naturally and legally blind. I, I, why do I have natural eyes? I don't even need them right now. I'm just walking by faith, not by sight. So I put these on like a blind person. You know, they, they wear that to cover their eyes because their eyes look funny. Like, you know, oh, we, f- we feel so bad for you. Are you blind? <laughs> And you know the song, blinded by the light. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to say the rest of that because we're going to keep it rated G for glory tonight. <laughs> Shut up like the glory, but we're loosing the glory. We're not shutting up the glory. We're loosing the glory. Just say, I loose the glory. Loose the glory. Uh-oh. Whoa. Oh, boy. Oh, my. <laughs> Every time I see that, I see the... T- I see the two towers of Lord of the Rings when the tree ants are going up the mountain and they've just destroyed the bad sorcerer Saruman with his nasty orcs and they go up the side of the hill and they're about to release the river and they say, BREAK THE down RELEASE THE RIVER! <laughs> and then coming down the mountain comes this mighty rushing glory like white glory water rapids and it just starts washing away all the sins of Saruman Holy. and the sorceries of Saruman and the orcs and the strange fire and all the works of the devil and the sin and the sickness and the di- disease and the, the secret stuff you, people are doing in their dorm rooms. the Those things that we can't even mention in this place. But the river comes and it's like, I'm clean in the secret place. I'm not revealed in the secret place. I don't need to have things inside me exposed in the secret place. My secret place has been the place of the release of the river of Treebeard. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm in the tree ant glory. Amen. A living forest. A tree of life which means it's alive how many all know Jesus is the tree of life the cross is alive the cross literally right now upon you in you and through you is like a tree ant that's the Lord of the Rings the two towers reference if you don't watch movies because you're too holy I'm not really into that well the Holy Ghost is into it so be merciful to the Lord tonight In your mercy, remember mercy. It is written. (laughs) In your mercy, be merciful to the mercy seat as the mercy seat of the throne of God releases the river of glory to cleanse your soul as a mountain of the Lord. You are the mountain that He's cleansing and just say, "I'm I'm in this place. I'm being cleansed in this place. I'm being cleansed in this place. I have a mountain within me. Mountain. It's true. It's called the mountain of the Lord. You know what the mountain of the Lord is? Your soul. You have a soul filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is inside of your soul. The Holy Spirit is throughout all the levels and elevations of your soul. And the Holy Spirit is upon your soul because you are in this place. I am, and I'm in this place. Sometimes you got to remind yourself where you are. Where am I? And you just remember the old Pentecostal song. I'm in this place and do a little waltz with Jesus in this place get carried away in the spirit in this place go up in a whirlwind in a chariot of fire in this place Go into the river, go into the mountain, go into the glory, listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying to the churches in this place. (laughs) He's saying, I'm going to consume your senses with the glory realm. It's not going to be on things below but on things above because on the things above they're going to come below. I'm going to fill the valleys with glory. So even if you are in a dark, low place of heroin, drug addiction, alcoholism, you love money, which is a very low place, you're into idolatry, you're into things of sin, you're into things that hurt yourself, listen, the floods of the living water are going to reach you wherever you are. There's no place that you can escape the goodness of God consuming you, running you down, tackling you. Think about Blue 42, okay? You know it, Blue 42, what's that brother? It's when you say hike in football. Blue 42. And then all of a sudden you get the ball from the center and then here comes the linebacker. And the linebacker is the glory realm. And the quarterback, you know, let's say Green Bay Packers because we're Vikings fans. And it's the Green Bay Packers quarterback. And all of a sudden the linebacker from the Minnesota Vikings comes and sacks you. And you're sacked with the glory. And they get up, they do a little dance, you know, we're Minnesota, so they fall out of fishing line. Oh. And then they catch a big fish, which was the quarterback that sacked. They pull it in and they hold up their trophy fish. Which was the Green Bay Packers quarterback. Because you've been sacked by the glory of God. The linebacker Jesus is coming to sack you. And you're like, I think it's going to break something. It's going to break your religious box. It's not going to break your hip. It's not going to break your arm. It's not going to break your lame. It's going to break your religious box, it's gonna break a mindset into the goodness of God, into the love and the joy of Jesus, Jesus! outside of your own control, outside of your ability, in the effortless ease of the linebacker of the Lord. And that should have been the name of tonight's sermon. I just didn't see it coming, because I got sacked. (laughs) You know, the mind is always just clueless about what the Holy Ghost is doing, because the Holy Spirit likes to surprise you. No one can say, oh, I've seen this before. You just got sacked. You didn't see that before. My mercies are new every morning. You didn't see this, because it came new this morning. Amen? You got to get out of the complacency that I've already been to 6,000 Joel's Bars. I know everything. You have to live in the freshness and the newness of being completely ransacked by the glory and the goodness and the cloud consuming you by day and the fire consuming you by night. And when you're devoured in this hour, you're going to go up in a whirlwind, in a chariot of fire going up into the high places, into new experiences, in new realms you've never tasted or seen before. Behold, I do a new thing, says the Lord, something so great in your day that you wouldn't even believe it even if you're told. How about we believe it when we're told? I know that's a stretch. (laughs) <laughs> I just don't get the laughter I don't get the joy listen man in the presence of his glory is the fullness of joy which means you might laugh a little <laughs> when I'm in the presence of the Holy Ghost I laugh a lot <laughs> one of my names in the glory realm is sir laugh-a-lot <laughs> amen he's <a> DJ <laughs> We do Holy Ghost dance parties after Joel's bar. I mean, since the beginning of time, it seems like. This whole thing was conceived in celebration. There was a celebration when your great-grandmother Mary conceived of the Holy Ghost. You're related to her now because you're born of the same Spirit. You're born of the same living water. You have the same Holy Spirit in you that Mary who birthed the messiah had in her you have the same archangel gabriel serving you that served mary you are in a greater day than even mary you're in a greater time of god's glory the bible says that the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the glory of the former house. The latter reign shall be greater than the former reign. We're very thankful for the former reign because that's how we got here. We're thankful for Mary, otherwise Jesus wouldn't have been born. We're thankful for John the Baptist because he prepared the way. He showed us the spirit of Elijah. We're thankful for the first century apostles. They gave us the New Testament. I'm thankful for everyone that obeyed the Holy Ghost during the church age. I'm thankful for everything the Holy Spirit has ever done in the history of the world. I'm thankful that we're here today at the end of an age birthing a new age of Christians that live in God's glory so deeply that they don't even have negativity in their mouths anymore. They can't even believe for a negative thing to possibly manifest in their life because they're so deep in the Spirit and glory and they're so raised up into an elevation where there is no unclean thing Isaiah 35 says and I will raise you up into the highway of my holiness says the Lord and there shall be no unclean thing there and when you live in the high glory Where there is no demons, where there is no sorcery, where there is no witchcraft, where there is no sin, where there is no sickness, where there is no disease, where there is no problems. Only the goodness of the Lord in that land of the living where nothing dies. That is a dimension of God's goodness and God's spirit. For the heavens have been rent for everyone to enter that realm when they're born again. You have to learn the glory realm after you're born again. Some people are born in the glory realm. Most people aren't. They're born in a Pentecostal realm. They're born in a Baptist realm. They're born in a Roman Catholic realm. They're born in the realm of the natural, raised a total heathen and a sinner. They're, they're raised by pterodactyls. <laughs> they're raised by hippopotamuses. They're raised by wolves. Which is the saying of the Minnesota Timberwolves. We're raised by wolves. I think we need to be raised by the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Instead of wolves. Then we'll have praise and worship out there instead of immorality. Amen? Oh, it's going to be good. God is going to fulfill the longings that men and women, especially boys and girls, have pertaining to the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh. The glory is the fulfillment of the desires that are genuine desires in your souls for pleasure. God didn't create you separate from pleasure. He created you in the garden of his pleasure called Eden in Hebrew. Eden is the Hebrew word for the pleasure of God. You can't fulfill those desires in your heart until you discover the glory of the Garden of Eden and you have to come into a revelation of the spirit of glory, illuminating it into your spirit. You have a spirit, you have a soul together that forms the mountain of your eternal life. Eternity begins when you're conceived in the mother's womb. You're an eternal creature, there's a flash of light, scientists can't explain it, prophets can easily explain it. Jeremiah says, before I formed you in the mother's womb, I knew you. You You're a spirit that came out of God, that when the egg and the sperm come together, a flash of light, your spirit, enters into the creation of your being in your mother's womb. And God knew the spirit that he placed in you when you're conceived and now that spirit can grow in the belly like John the Baptist leaping for joy when he met Jesus in Mary's belly. Elizabeth in John the Baptist in her belly leapt for joy. There was an encounter between the two prophets. There was so much Holy Ghost glory yeah. angelic realm of heaven going on between these two girls. They were both like teenagers. One probably in her twenties, yeah. the other in her teens. Yeah. These were very young people. I mean, this this is like getting pregnant when you're 18 years old, 16 years old. And then your your older sister or your cousin, they were related, gets married in her lower married and has a child in her lower twenties. This was an incredible encounter in the glory realm. And I'm telling you guys, your spirit, when it touches other people's spirit within you, will leap for joy. There is a cluster anointing. There is an encounter of the depth of your innermost being when you get around other regenerated believers whose spirit has the glory of God in it. Your spirit might have knowledge in it, But it's time for the glory to be in it. It's a completely and totally different realm. The spirit shines ever brighter to the full dawn of day. What is the dawning of day by your spirit that shines ever brighter according to the Bible? (laughs) It is your spirit continuing to grow after you're conceived in your mother's womb from glory to glory at conception. See, the Bible says that a future generation that is now here, because we are in this place, a future generation will grow up in Zion, and it is prophesied of Zion's hundredfold glory, the glory of the Garden of Eden, the glory of the throne of the Lamb, the glory of God the Father, would be a realm that believers grow up in from birth, and all their lives they will live in the heavenly glory. Amen? That's the promised land generation. Jesus Christ said, when you pray, pray for kingdom, power, and glory of the Father. So the kingdom is first, then the power of the Holy Spirit is second, then the promised land of the fullness of eternal life is in what dimension, Jesus said in Matthew 6 in the red letters, in the glory realm. It is the glory of the Father that you are completely changed from darkness to light in your soul, in your mind, in your bones, in your marrow, and even your skin. Begins to glisten, and you begin to have a different appearance, like Stephen in Acts 7. He stood before the Sanhedrin, and when they looked upon his face, testifying to the Word of God, the Bible says his face shone like the angel of God. How do y'all want your face to shine like the angel of God? <laughs> amen two of you that's great (laughs) the rest of you luchadores luchadores like Nacho Libre which is those Mexican wrestler masks which you need milk more milk the milk of glory Lord give us the glory milk like newborn babes crave the milk of the glory realm of God pure spiritual milk it is written. (laughs) It's a wonderful thing to start out on glory milk. Just keep drinking away. Drink, 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 drink. Amen. Get sweetened as you drink the milk of heaven. The Father is a wonderful mother as well. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, say "That's that's me. It is. You're the Jerusalem becoming even a glorified Jerusalem. You are the city on a hill jesus christ said you're the city of new jerusalem coming down like a scroll and this realm of his light is a realm covered by the holy ghost jesus christ said jerusalem jerusalem oh how i long to cover you like a brooding mother the holy spirit is your mother hallelujah the ruach hakodesh is the name of your mother. You have a mother in heaven and you have a mother on earth. Both of them are glorified by the Holy Ghost. (laughs) I will glorify the place of my glory, which means the Holy Spirit glorifies himself. (laughs) Amen. So you get a deposit of the Holy Ghost, you get into layers and measurements and densities of the Holy Ghost. How many of y'all know the Holy Spirit? will teach you of Jesus inside of himself, for the Holy Spirit is God equal to Jesus, and the Holy Spirit is God equal to the Father. The Holy Spirit has all the access of the kingdom, all the access of the power, all the access of the glory of the Father. Nothing less was given to the Spirit at Pentecost. You have the fullness of the Father's glory already. You just need a deeper revelation, like Peter calling the Holy Ghost the Spirit, Of God's glory. Now he says, look out. Because when you start to get into the Holy Ghost this deeply, you're gonna be persecuted. Oh no. I say I ain't scared. scared. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Fearless. But not beerless.
1: <laughs>
0: beer is Hebrew for the well of salvation. We got the beer of salvation in this place. A Budweiser of glory. A Merlot of joy. We're drinkers, not thinkers, because our spirit is saved and telling our faces about it. let our spirits talk to our minds about Jesus and sweeten our brains up you know one thing is we get all caught up in our heads after we're born again which is called bewitchment and it is not a beautiful thing it is not a beautiful thing that's Galatians 3 1 through 3 having begun in the spirit trying to finish in the flesh trying to finish in the skull was birthed by God's effort in our own spirit. His effort conceived us. His effort will carry us. His effort will transform us. His effort will purify us. His effort is our holiness. His effort is our healing. We're coming into a place of the ease of knowing the effort of Jesus. The effort of the Holy Ghost is the effort of Jesus, for they are one person, Yahweh. Manifested as a Trinity. <laughs> Yahweh is one. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is one. The Lord is God. And you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and weakness. Strength! <laughs> Strength! Woo! Strength. Woo! Oh, these are like, you know, you people get a religious spirit on them, they're like, but when I'm weak he is strong. Loose, come out, come out, come out, and we say, what is your name? Baker's dozen, for we are thirteen. Okay. <laughs> Blueberry muffin deliverance because it's easy in the glory. (laughs) Donut deliverance. That's how you get the college kids. Pizza deliverance night. And if we get a hundred people at Joel's bar, I'll blow up someone else's car. I'll blow up someone's helicopter. We could do something like that. You know, we will. I kind of want to have a monster truck rally at the US Bank Stadium. You know, and everyone comes in for free because we're so blessed and we control the economy and the glory and all of the central banking system is run by the sons of God and we have the 13th district of the Central Bank in downtown Minneapolis and they say, Brandon, Mighty man of God, just come on in and take whatever you need for the next year and we just... I come in there with a couple duffel bags and I'm not greedy, so I only take a couple trillion. <laughs> Leave nine trillion for everyone else, but the king takes two trillion, King Jesus. King Jesus, he's gonna need two trillion, only just for fun and games, nothing serious. Just to demonstrate the ease of the glory I actually talked to a security guy one time that ran the whole security system at the 13th district of the central banking system downtown Minneapolis and it's right on the Mississippi River it's a real beautiful place and I was sitting there talking to him and I said you know I have dreams someday of becoming a certified scuba master and he's looking at me like where are you going with this one you know I said just wait (laughs) I said I have dreams someday I'm gonna park my Porsche on the bank of the river over there. I'm going to jump in the river. And I am gonna. I know that I see those aqueducts and you have like these grates of these sewers right next to your building. And I'm going to go in there with my little welder and I'm going to enter through the waterway and come from the inside of your 13th district central banking system on the Mississippi River. And I'm going to have two waterproof duffel bags and I'm going to load them with a couple billion dollars. He looks at me and he, you know, he just. He at first he didn't know if I was joking or not because I had it so well planned out, you know. And then I looked at him. I'm like, dude, it's a joke. And ah, but because he was more of an intellectual, he then proceeded to describe to me the security system. <laughs> my plans were completely impossible. He just had to tell me that after I told him something funny. (laughs) You know how they are. Those unbelievers in their heads. They can't take a joke. Listen, I I don't need to. Listen, when the Rothschilds get raptured into my glory cloud, I don't need to rob the central banking system. We're gonna have the central bank tithe to red letter
1: ministries
0: (laughs) think about it the treasury house you know the bible promises you guys think i'm far out there right now like i'm joking i am i am joking in the glory which means anything can happen now (laughs) all things are possible for those who believe and you think we care about money i care about a new earth i care about everyone blessed and a whole nation of people they would just shut up about gas prices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, all the memes on Facebook, they're like, if it continues Holy this way, I'm gonna go back to horse and buggy. <laughs> 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 We're gonna have to go back to Northern New York and become Mennonites or even <laughs> even something more severe, Amish. I'm going to put the little warning sign. I can have the warning sign planned out on the back of my buggy. Holy. The reflective marker to know we can't afford gas in this house because of Joe Biden. People. And you know, Elon Musk out there, bless his heart, I really like him. He's like, oh hallelujah, oh Lord Jesus, Elon Musk and Joe Biden. Just, Just have mercy on our souls in this whole situation. I know it's messy. People really struggling with their eyes not on Jesus <laughs> and not getting their faith authored and perfected. How oh. many y'all know, wherever your eyes are, that'll be the condition of your mind. If your mind is on the glory, you're going to be raptured. The glory is a creative ability. It's far beyond the widow's jar of bread and oil. I have never seen the righteous of those who practice the glory realm begging for bread because they create the bread and bread means the ability to purchase anything you need for your natural man or your natural woman. There is no lack in God. I'm telling you guys, when you get into the glory, you'd actually think it'd be funny to raise gas prices to $20 a gallon.
1: <laughs>
0: now, it's not funny if you're in fear, if you're in want, if you're in darkness and doubt and unbelief, you don't have faith for anything. I mean, you don't even have faith for gasoline. Mm. (laughs) But you get into the glory of God, you're going to have faith for jet fuel. You're going to have faith for a helicopter. You're going to have faith for walking through the U.S. Treasury walls. They say there's no gold in Fort Knox, but wherever the gold is, walking through that wall and coming out with golden bars, each bar worth about 1.1 million, (laughs) and it's important that you get the understanding of the treasury of the glory. This is something all the apostles walked in, the rich treasury glory, storing up treasures in glory, dealing with your poverty mentality, your lack mentality. When it comes to really knowing the glory as your provider, this is an essential discipleship. Otherwise, you'll be stuck by the sweat of your brow working in the, the hard Toiling land where there's rocks and it's the thorns and thistles and my effort is never good enough and i think i've just given up on jesus i'm gonna go drink a bottle of wine every night and it's sadly we've seen many people go into casual drinking. We call it sipping saints. Not full-blown alcoholics like I used to be. Nothing extreme. Just lukewarm alcoholics. Or just a cup or two or three, maybe four. Listen, guys, I'm telling you, the new wine in the glory rum is going to intoxicate you beyond alcohol. And the alcohol won't even do anything for you anymore. you just be like, I guess I'm stuck on the glory. I guess I'm stuck on God now. I mean feel bad for me now I have to just have Jesus all the time all I got left in my life is heaven and no trace of hell no trace of sorcery pharmakia witchcraft nothing of the natural dimension that has any curse or thorns or thistles or negativity is even left in me, would you guys pre really pray for me? It's it's rough oh. having so much heaven and so little hell. Oh. Well, are you gonna cry? <laughs> you know what I mean? People think that if you go without the pleasures of the realm of the natural, you're missing out. You start to get set apart for the Holy Spirit and you just miss all the fun they're having in the bar. (laughs) When I used to go to the nightclub in college and dance and now I can't even dance and I dress like a frickin' lumberjack. (laughs) Gotta wear my hair up in a bun now and the only joy I get is once in a while a touch of the Holy Spirit (laughs) and everyone's praying for you because they You're not fun or happy anymore because you got into religion instead of relationships. So all of that's going to burn out of everyone. I'm prophesying over you fun in the glory. A demonstration of every intoxicating manifestation of the Holy Spirit into your life, into your eyes, into your senses, into your ears, into your mouth. The Bible says taste and see that the Lord is good. He wants you to drink and feel the glory. He wants you to see the glory. Moses said, show me your glory. The Spirit and the bride say, come hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches the heaven and the glory realm wants you to hear it's for every sense of your brain to be fully exercised and enthralled and fulfilled in the presence of his glory in the joy of the Lord, complete and perfected, in no area lacking anything, as it is written, I shall never be in want. Yeah. But I still want a helicopter. <laughs> You're in sin, brother. Now I'm in a glorified personality. And if there is sin in me, because I'm, I'm sure if you got a... A microscope or just a regular magnifying glass (laughs) and you looked in the areas where I'm not looking right now you could find something on me to judge negatively (laughs) say brother how dare you speak of the realm of perfection I know some things about you they would Cause you to leave God's glory and begin to defend yourself of how imperfect you are. And you know what I'd say to you? Behold the cup of the new covenant. I'm sure you're right, accuser of the brethren. I don't even doubt doubt your accusation, but the blood of Jesus speaks a better word. And I'm just going to drink it. And I'm going to pour out a little for you right now because you're a little (laughs) deceived. You have some stuff in you that doesn't agree with the blood of Jesus, and that doesn't change my opinion about you at all. It just reveals that you need a revelation of the blood of Jesus, a revelation of the cup of salvation, a revelation of the wonder-working power of His glory, a revelation of the resurrection that changes your entire soul to no longer be bitter, but to always be joyful. (laughs) First Thessalonians chapter 5, the Bible says, and this is how you pray, rejoicing always. Pray without ceasing by rejoicing always. So some of you that just giggle all the time, you're actually praying all the time. And if anyone has a problem with you being so overly happy, you could point them to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and say, I got a Bible promise that I can be as happy as I want all the time. You print that out in big 50 font on your printer from your computer. And you show your boss where you work listen here buddy this is the law and you lay down the law my Bible says I have a legal right in Christ to rejoice always you be surprised Americans that you're not going to be fired you're going to be hired Because the joy of the Lord is favor in the marketplace. People are looking to feel good on everything. But we've somehow forgotten that in His presence is fullness of joy. And we think we need to shrink back and not be so happy all the time. When everyone in the entire world is striving to be joyful. They go to the spa to be happy and to relax. They go get their bow tucks on their face for their faces to shine. They go get their treatments. And they go get their ointments. And they go get their counseling they go do all these things they sit in front of the TV like zombies (laughs) for joy, for pleasure, just to try to lose their minds on something. I just don't want to deal with reality. Listen, you can lose your mind on the glory, and his reality called heaven will transform your mind so that you're no longer in hell but you'll be in heaven all the time. All you gotta do is keep your eyes on the spirit of glory on the king of glory, the one wearing the crown of glory, the one seated on the cloud of glory, holding the harvest glory sickle of white glory harvest, of the white glory throne where there is no bone, amen? No death, It's a death-free zone, rhyme, 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 amen? (laughs) A poet and I know it. We call that the Davidic psaltery glory. In case there are any religious people that need a definition of theological doctrine for this behavior, it's called Davidic psaltery.
1: <laughs>
0: the Psalms are all rhymes, not in English but in Hebrew. In English, it doesn't rhyme because it wasn't written in English, it was written in Hebrew. In Hebrew, it's rhyme, 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 rhyme. So when you start rhyming in the glory, you're you're psalming away. You know, rapping and hip hopping is psalming. Sure, it's been perverted by, you know, the rap, the gangster rap artist, but we're gospel gangsters. Amen. amen. And hip hop is here to stay. Yeah. That's why I always shout, "Hip hop hooray!"
1: Yeah. <laughs> hip
0: hop hooray! When people, you know, want to look at my chrome Mandalorian vehicle that I drive around like a ancient astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> When you pull down your window, if you say something religious to them, they put their guard up right away. But if you release the glory of God into them, guess what? They just receive it. They drink it. They just completely get blasted as long as you don't manifest some kind of soulish religion and you you bring the freedom of the glory realm they'll go and their joy of their excitement like i'm meeting a celebrity will remain that i'm meeting a god i'm meeting the glory see you don't want people to put a guard up when you're witnessing You want them to get excited because you're bringing them into a supernatural pleasure and their life is about to get better. The reason why people get nervous when you start to talk about Jesus is because my life is about to get religious and attacked. You're going to steal my fun. You're going to ruin my life with a religious spirit. And I I have fun with my friends already, so I don't want to join your sad, sorry religious festivals. And so they're like, please, Lord Jesus, protect me from your people. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> And they carry a crucifix in their Porsche, where it's just save me from bitter religious people in this place. But Lord, when we represent the glory realm that is a superior pleasure and prosperity and joy unspeakable and a realm of prosperity that Paul says makes the Jews jealous by a magnification of the ministry of the glory realm, then even the richest of the rich will start to take notice all of sudden the Bilderberg group starts to watch Joel's bar (laughs) Bill Gates is tuning in on his yacht and says call my helicopter pilot I'm flying into Minneapolis every giving everyone injections and population control sucks I want to get into the glory Lord, just make them jealous for the glory. That they'd pay a price for the glory realm. Lord, I pray that we would get so blessed by loving your glory and the precious promises of the Garden of Eden materializing through our souls, materializing through our minds, the signs and the mighty wonders, the blessings, the favor in the marketplace, the increase of the Holy Spirit through our souls. As your soul prospers, so shall you prosper, says the Lord. And I will give you a blessing and an increase and a prosperity that no man or woman can ever take away from you because it was given to you by God. And the Bible says that you will prosper even as your soul prospers and there shall be no sorrows added unto it. What is the sorrows? Taxes. IRS. Legalism. Oh, there's loopholes for the mega rich. You get into certain levels of lawyerdom and you make a billion bucks, you pay less taxes than someone that works at Wendy's or McDonald's. But you gotta know the system, you gotta know the written code. It's the truth, anyhow. And we make fun of the rich people like it's not fair they don't pay taxes. You have to learn the game and become a game master. I'm not saying go become lawyers. You can if the Spirit leads. Whatever the Spirit's leading you, and that's what's gonna be blessed. The children of God are those that are led by the Spirit of God. Some of you are gonna be lawyers. (laughs) Some of you are gonna be doctors. Some of you are gonna be full-time ministers. Some of you are gonna be businessmen. Some of you are gonna be mothers of gigantic families of children. And it's just the greatest calling of all time, isn't it? Amen. Oh, holy. Hallelujah. It's a great calling to be a mother. It's a great calling to be a brother. It's a great calling. Whatever the Holy Spirit has called you to is the ultimate thing because it's about obedience. It's not about the big wig with the big stage having all the big stuff. It's not about that. It's about little obedience in your calling and destiny now is what makes you great in the glory. And the promised land is for those who obey God in their destiny even if you are the toenail of the body of christ it's a pedicure it's a toenail of glory it's a realm of riches and your obedience is what produces the glory cloud in your souls See we're looking, we idolize the apostle, the stage, the miracle worker, all the signs and wonders, the worship leaders with their new albums out on Apple Music. We have all these ideas in our idolatrous minds of what success looks like in God. But success in God is your obedience to your relationship with the Holy Spirit and others will see the fragrance of Christ they'll drink the glory of God off of you and all of the cloud of your obedience to your intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit is the testimony and the fruit of the evidence that you're walking in obedience to the Holy Spirit that you are a right standing with God in your inner man you are upright that your mind is following the river of life Where there is no strife, even with your wife, hallelujah, or your husband, because it goes both ways, amen, or your children, or your great-great-grandfather, because we're blessed in the land of the living, everyone in love and can't even see an idiosyncrasy of negativity in any eye. We call it speck and plank itis it's a disease it's called judging by the carnal mind and not loving all the time with the divine rhyme yeah. It's say i see something wrong with you therefore i put you down and exalt myself in the I ams of satan of isaiah 14 oh hallelujah no lord no 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 We don't go into the I am's of the soul. We stay in the great I am of the spirit of grace. And we release a greater grace on the human race. If they curse us, we bless them. If they say negative things about us, we just speak positivity. I can't find anything positive about this person. (laughs) You don't know the Holy Spirit well enough then. The Holy Spirit has something positive to say about every soul on the earth today, even those locked up in prison. They have a plan and purpose, even if they're in jail, even if they're in prison, even if they're scoundrels. Now, this might stretch you. Even if they're politicians. I know, I know. How can it be? How can... Even if they're politicians, Lord Jesus, there is something you have positive to say about them. And I know everyone right now is like saying, well, I got something positive to say about Donald Trump. You got something positive to say about Biden or Hillary Clinton? Probably not because you're conservatives. You know why? Because the religious spirit and the political spirit will actually limit (laughs) the divine ability to see potential while they're yet in darkness. What does the Bible say about the personality of Jesus Christ? While we were yet sinners, he loved us. And love covers a multitude of sin, which means the ability of the glory is in the cloud right above a person while they're still in darkness. If you can shoot down light from above, you can be a white dove and join in the divine government of the law of love, which strikes people not with curses, but strikes them with blessings for it's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. It's the goodness of His glory that strikes people in their minds, that just heals them when they're unbelievers that just gives them a million dollars when they're selfish greedy animals. We want to punish everyone because we're like the devil. God wants to bless everyone. He wants goodness and glory and signs and wonders and gold and feathers and wine and living water and oil and fire and the realm of his glory to come upon everyone so that the goodness of his glory can come upon everyone that they might believe in Jesus and repent and change their inner man to release the sweetness of Jesus Christ you learn and get a revelation of divine love and the true nature of Christ is formed in you amen Rumi, hallelujah
1: that's
0: something he died for on Calvary and I know I'm in this place where are we now we're in this place the place of grace the place of the shining face the place where he has erased your disgrace the place where there is no negativity and the eye can only see potential possibility there is a place of the white cloud that Christ dwells in His glory over the Holy Spirit that He sent on earth. And that is the realm of His glory. That is the Promised Land. What is the Promised Land? Revelation 14, 14, I don't even need to turn there because I actually have that verse memorized. I saw one (laughs) seated on the cloud, that's the glory realm. That's the Holy Ghost, your Lord and Savior. That is Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And the gold crown that is upon the one seated upon the white cloud in Revelation 14, 14 is the Father controlling the brain of the Jewish man, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He's a Jewish king. He's in Jewish flesh. He's in the flesh on the cloud in Revelation 14, 14. He's the cloud rider. Yahweh cloud rider is his name. He's not far from you. He has given you his spirit right now to see how high you can ascend by faith and let the hooks of this world fall off of you. Let everything your eyes have plugged into disconnect from idolatry and anything outwardly that would distract. And let your eyes be on Jesus the cloud rider Isaiah prophesied about him that the people that know their God will do great exploits it is written they shall fly around like clouds like doves to their nests amen that they're gonna birth a new world Where righteousness dwells because they've been seated upon the cloud with Christ in that heavenly place. Not just in some dark cavern of the second heavens. We might be on the moon of Saturn somewhere (laughs) flying around. No, no, no. You're seated with Christ. And the Bible says Christ is seated on the glory cloud. Revelation fourteen fourteen is the glory harvest of this time. The great harvest of the end times is by the overcomers that have begun to know the Holy Ghost as the spirit of glory and have gotten all the religion, all the rebellion, all the lust, and all the pride circumcised by the sword of the Spirit and the Word of God out of all the layers of their soul and mind to agree with the sweetness of the Lamb of God, the King of Israel, and the King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords, seated upon the glory cloud, holding the golden glory sickle. You've heard of the Grim Reaper. This is the Grin Reaper. Cause he's the happy god. Uh, <laughs> are you old? Point. Is you sick and tired of that old joke? I've heard that one before. You know, you've talked about the Grin Reaper. I listened to that. I was with you in 2010. You haven't grown at all, Brandon. I like the old Brandon better. That, was, that looked something like a Neanderthal that had crawled out of a cave. That <laughs> was just a slobbering drunk that got persecuted all the time. I like that version. Listen, we go from glory to glory. I like being a refined drunk walking on streets of gold. The wildness is still here. We're wild in the glory. But I'm telling you, you keep drinking and the wine gets better and better and better. I now know the source of the new wine and the wine as a river of the manifestation of the heart of my Father in heaven inside the city of New Jerusalem. The wine has never been better. The oil has never been brighter. The living water has never been cleaner and clearer and more sparkly. The feathers have never been more wonderful. The signs and the wonders are the most magnificent, the joy in the fruit is the strongest of all t- time. If anybody is looking back they have not known the Lord. We are looking ahead into the future inside our own spirit for a dawn of glory day where the glory of God is so bright on the earth that we have an understanding of the promised land and all the seven manifestations of the Holy Spirit constantly pouring out of our bodies as his temples on earth. Now, the temple of Jerusalem is Jesus Christ. How many of y'all know that Jesus practices what he preaches? 1 Corinthians six nineteen: Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who's in you, whom you receive from God. You're not your own. You're bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your body, since it is his temple. It's a holy temple unto the Lord. God created Adam and Eve, temples of the Holy Spirit. That's the highest state of perfection in, in existence. Have we perfected the temple? I will glorify the temple with my glory. The glory of the ladder house, we thought it'd be in church. We we're certain it'd be in Joel's bark since we're so fringe and advanced and better than everyone else. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. ha. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> They tune in and certainly I have seen the scum of the earth, (laughs) the refuse of all society. (laughs) Now you're just going to extremes, I'm going to extreme glory, extreme grace, extreme love. Against the extremes of the fruit of the spirit there is no law. I mean how about extreme joy that people can't feel anything from drugs and alcohol anymore. You ever think of that? Galatians 5 says against the fruit of the Spirit, there is no law. If you get into the fruit of joy so much, how many of you know that's the pleasures of ecstasy so severe that heroin, um, pharmacia prescription drugs, alcohol has no effect whatsoever because the glory has consumed their flesh. You know, that's what God did to me when I got delivered in 1999 at Teen Challenge. I was a meth addict. Yeah, I got court ordered from, for drug use and drug dealing and violence from Whitefish, Montana to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Drove an Amtrak and that woman right there picked me up from the Amtrak station and they took me into Rich Sherber at Teen Challenge and the head of the men's department looked at me and just started crying. I said, am I really that bad? A stranger's cry when they see me. Grandma's when they see me? What happened to me? I got so deep into the devil, I didn't even see in color anymore. I couldn't even see green. I didn't know it. I was so far gone in darkness, I couldn't even see in color. Two weeks into the program, I got paralyzed. Scales fell off my eyes. Physical scales. I couldn't open. I was blinded by the light. When I could squint, I saw green. And I saw brightness. I was paralyzed for two and a half hours. Four pastors downtown Minneapolis at Minnesota Teen Challenge carried me into a small room and began doing deliverance on me driving out demons because I had gotten so deep in the occult, reading Anton LaVey's satanic bible when I was 13. I had chosen the devil and asked the devil into my heart when I was 13 because I'm an idiot. Don't ever do that. <laughs> that was the dumbest thing I've ever done in my whole life. <laughs> and I should have been dead. I should, I should be in hell, but God raptured me and used his glory to paralyze me and instead of getting what I deserved from serving the devil like a little occult witch. I got into the glory. He raptured me in the glory. He revealed me to me His power. He revealed to me deliverance and the driving out of demons and miracles. He revealed this whole dimension to me and I felt like I was on 10,000 watts of electricity and I remember sizzling there. I'd just been delivered off of being a full-time meth addict. I was homeless, living in the non-hostile hostel in Whitefish, Montana, already expelled from school, my high school, Whitefish High School, because the the principal told me he didn't want another Littleton incident that had just happened in Littleton, Colorado months before and they were so terrified of me of how dark I'd gotten in the occult, they thought I was going to kill everyone in the school. So I'm homeless, I'm expelled from school. And I'm telling you guys, the glory of God completely devoured my whole life stronger than the methamphetamines. And I felt higher than all the meth and acid and marijuana. I was sobered up immediately from drugs and from alcohol addiction and anything I get my hands on. I was a junkie. And I just am sitting there in the glory, in the Shekinah. Everything's cloudy. I'm delivered an exercise. I've scales had just physically fallen off my eyes. It's so bright, I'm squinting. It feels like liquid lightning running through my veins and arteries. And the audible voice of God spoke over my head and said, I will make you more high than all the drug addicts, and I'll make them jealous of how high I get you, says the Lord. And I'm like, you know, and later on he told me I'm going to share this intoxication, this most high of my high glory round my pleasures at my right hand that are better than all the drugs in the world combined. I'm going to share it with your entire generation. It'll be persecuted at first. They're going to mock it in the Vice documentary. They're not going to understand it. They're going to attack it. They're going to mock it. Even the ecstasies and the raptures and the deep mystical experiences, because you it requires a ton of revelation to maintain that level of constant intoxication. They're gonna mock it. They're gonna be scoffers in the last days, Jude 118. They're gonna scoff their scofferoonies off. <laughs> the drunk cat translation. Look out, Brian Simmons. I'm coming. I got one verse translated. And we're on we're on a roll now. It'll be on the second, I I don't need to be first, just second after the Passion Translation (laughs) on Amazon. We're gonna come up with a drunk cat translation (laughs) with Spider on the front page smoking a joint of Jehovah-Wanna. All googly-eyed, amen. Are you just doing it to offend people? No, we're we're really, really that high on the glory all the time. I have no problem redeeming drug language since that's what saved my soul from hell. Yeah. And that's how God communicated to me audibly. And uh, for thousands of other people too, through the Jesus People movement with Lonnie Frisbee and Catherine Kuhnman in the 60s and 70s, you know, you can Google it in the Jesus People movement, you got these Pentecostal, you know, goofballs up there token Jesus just one token Jesus and it's like the cheesiest drunkest funnest thing someone if you're watching right now share that video and put it in the RLM Facebook group one toke over the line <laughs> one toke over the line that's how they reach the hippies in the 60s and the 70s and nowadays it's like well we have the senior prophets and we got all these prophets and the glory stream making rules that we can't use drug language to reach the heroin epidemic we have to use religious language that doesn't work on them that they put a guard in because you know the, the Catholic Church has molested 10,000 boys in the Twin Cities and are all bankrupt And that really happened and so the the enemy has done so much religious damage that you can't use religious words to reach this generation. You have to use the language that they've been taught with the glory of God. This is holy to the Lord. The glory of God in their language. I've been an inner city missionary since 2006. I've had to speak Abonix 10,000 times and I'm not cursing. I'm using the language that they speak to reach them with the glory of God. I remember telling these people on Fox News when Fox television channel was in here interviewing me at Joel's bar and they're like, but why are you swearing? I'm I'm not I'm not swearing. I'm a missionary. That's Abanix. That's the language these people speak. I'm speaking the language of the people. You stiff-necked, self-righteous suburbanites. And they're like, you're only reaching people that are messed up. You're more messed up than they are, you self-righteous whitewashed tomb. And that's what my spirit was saying to them because they were judging everything and have never sacrificed anything to get out of the convenience of their comfort zone. Just attacking the missionaries trying to help the inner city and we've helped thousands. And tens of thousands come off of drugs and alcohol. I have testimonies coming in from 10 years ago, 12 years ago, 16 years ago of healing and delivering people and it took them that long to get back to me when you're walking in the Holy Spirit you're touching everyone around you with the glory when you're obeying the Holy Spirit even though those enemies are surrounding you you are helping more people than you know your obedience to following the Holy Ghost is healing the earth around you it's creating heaven around you healing is from obedience the healing of the earth the healing of the heavens the new earth the new heavens eternal righteousness the dissolving of the works of the devil it's going to come from a people that can radically and thoroughly obey the holy ghost even if their own brothers and sisters like joseph and the eleven tribes don't understand the technicolor dream coat and have to get jealous of it or just attack it out of self-righteousness but I'm the prophet of this region I'm the senior prophet of Christianity in all the universe no one ever does anything outside of my prophetic office in the whole world you're full of yourself you're full of conceited pride the Holy Ghost is gonna supersede anyone that doesn't allow God's glory to just reign in freedom sick and tired of losing millennials and gen xers and people of this generation because they can't be reached because of your religious protocols the holy spirit's not into it the holy spirit just wants to possess them he wants to get them high and drunk in the glory in the garden of eden where there's wine like rivers i'm going to need a verse for that i'm glad you asked what does the Bible say? Jeremiah 23, 9, I am like a drunken man, like one who's had too much wine to drink, which is the joy of the Lord superseding my senses. I'm out of my mind because I'm in Christ and I'm with God in rapture and ecstasy, looking at the Father all the time, fully formed on the inside, Christ in me, the hope of realizing the glory. When we realize the glory, guess what? You're not in hope anymore. You're in the manifestations of the seven spirits of God. God, which far supersede any earthly natural pleasure, any natural happiness, can't even compare to the manifestations of the Holy Spirit to those who truly know their God. And the greater exploits, the greater works of John 14, 12 will be the manifestations of the seven spirits of God, not seven Holy Spirits, one Holy Spirit with seven seven manifestations. Think of the manifestations like fire, oil, feathers, gemstones, gold, water, wind. All these manifestations are written in the Bible from the same Holy Spirit who manifests all kinds of signs, wonders, miracles, healings, and just a lot of it is just for fun. It's, you don't need an explanation. You don't need a reason. It's just to enjoy your Heavenly Father exactly where you are all the time, in the glory. Amen? But why are you drunk? Because there's wine in heaven. But why are you so happy? Because the joy of the Lord, I don't even need strength. It's just because I'm with God in His presence, there is fullness of joy. When you're close to Him, you're going to have all of His manifestations through your soul. When you're far away, you're just judging the ones that are close. How many of y'all know Judas Iscariot looked at John the Beloved laying his head on Jesus' heart and judged Him? Oh, you brown noser, you goody two-shoe. You you think you're better than me because you're in the heart of Jesus. I tell you what, Jesus doesn't love the poor. I'm going to the high priest and selling him for 30 shekels of silver. If I can't lean my head on Jesus' heart, I'm going to kill him. That's what Judas thought in his heart. If no one can have the best place in God's kingdom... If I can't have that best position and someone else took it from me, I'm just going to kill Jesus. People think like that because they're sick, because they're full of Satan. You know, when you get into the glory, that stuff's going to manifest out of everyone and you're going to have to drive out demons. But if there will be an easiness to deliverance, there will be an effortless, it won't be just with anger and frustration and yelling and screaming. You could just so say like, Ha 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 and the thing just flies out of them. The more you're laughing, the more the evil spirit is crying and tormented because the joy of the glory cloud is what permanently possesses a delivered soul. Through all the degrees and levels of the soul that you have in your mountain right now, as it's purified with the Holy Spirit, your joy will go from glory to glory. Your anointing will go from strength to strength. Your fruit will go from fruit to fruit. You're going to get fruitier fruity pebbles and then you have the bam bam flintstone glory you might need one of those cars because of joe biden's gas prices
1: that's
0: not funny i'm really struggling well there's no struggle in the glory (laughs) have faith like a child the entrance of the kingdom is like a little child effortless ascension what is the job what is the work first John says in the Bible to believe only when you believe you'll see miracles when you believe you'll ascend when you believe you'll be healed when you believe the word of the prophet you will get a prophets reward it is written what is a prophets reward Jesus Christ said it in the red letters if you receive a righteous man If you don't receive me as a prophet, at least receive me as a spiritual dude. If you receive a spiritual dude, you get a spiritual dude's rewards. What is the spiritual dude's or a righteous man's rewards? All the deepest desires of your heart. Brought about by the glory of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Amen. You can receive the dude. <laughs> a, a, right, you know, a prophet sounds, you think, oh my god, he's gonna expose my son. Why? Because we have the fear of the religious spirit in us. We think prophet as exposer, but a true prophet is the father's love. Samuel with the anointing that heals the whole nation. Samuel's the prophet of prophets. His school was the teaching of divine love. Saul couldn't learn it. David did. He was a man after God's own heart. What's the heart? He was a man after God's love. (laughs) He had to learn, just like you will. You might not have to do the same crazy things David did, but internally and spiritually and morally. You'll learn all the same exact lessons of the anointing oil, your teacher, Christ your teacher teaching you those same paths of purity to live in the Holy Spirit's power every day. It is a path of purity into the power of the glory and once you're in the glory that's when you start to have fun on a level that makes even the jews jealous (laughs) even the Bilderberg group jealous even those on their yachts on lake minnetonka (laughs) They're going to look at you and be like, man, but you have a better boat than me. The shiniest apostle ship I've ever seen. How did you get the seven archangels of the throne room of Zion into your ministry? I just fell in love with His glory and loved unconditionally and Jesus got formed in all the layers of my soul and my mind and He wants to share the same throne room of His glory with everyone. He wants everyone to know Him in His throne room in this day. It is open. The gates of New Jerusalem are open. He wants you to stand inside the gates of Jerusalem. I have set my heart on Jerusalem. Song of Solomon says Jerusalem Jerusalem the ravishing vision of my ecstasy I'm in ecstasy because I'm in the kingdom of his glory I've enter the invisible realm of the Holy Spirit. I have renewed my mind to see the angels, to see the scroll, to see the revelation of Jesus Christ. The pure in heart shall see God. I have purified my heart. Those who have clean hands and have not given their souls to idols, they can ascend the mountain of the Lord and they shall be on the top of the mountain in the glory cloud. And in that place they shall learn the Government of the throne of God and of the increase of my glory and government there shall be no end says the Lord and the white dove government of perfected sons and daughters souls in the light of heavenly Jerusalem shall reign through the seven mountains melting them as wax in the presence of the purified soul the mountain of the Lord in these days says the Lord Almighty Do it with us. We volunteer for our souls to become the mountain and the witness of the mountain of transfiguration. Lead us up into the mountain that is higher and greater than I. I'm going to get out of myself. I'm going to get undone in the glory. There is a mountain rising within you of the Holy Ghost and His Word. And that word is the sure word of prophecy that will bring about all the glory of God through your souls and it will rain through your minds like the latter rain Hosea says behold I come like the rain it's the rain of the glory through the manifesting sons and daughters of God who have purified their souls to release heaven on earth and it's intoxicating. Everyone's going to be liberated from their sins. Some people will say this is heresy. But it'll be undeniable joy, undeniable peace. They're not going to be led by Fox News or CNN. They're going to be led by the ancient realm where the Father dwells in Zion. The throne room will be their newspaper the throne room will be their baseball game the throne room will be everything they see and they'll recreate the whole earth as a new earth they'll recreate with vision a new heavens a new sky they will be stars in the heavens forever Daniel twelve three says they are the bright shining ones They are the daybreakers and the light makers. They make the light for out of their belly flows rivers of creative ability and Shekinah glory and Kavad heavy weighty drunken glory to intoxicate all the earth with the new Jerusalem of the resurrected Lord Jesus formed in your hearts in Jesus name. (laughs) We are a city on a hill. Each and every one of us is a gemstone of the building of the capital city of Israel New Jerusalem the walls of this city are Jasper which is your outer court the glorification of your cells your atoms your molecules of your flesh and blood and human DNA will be glorified by the glory says the Lord God Almighty and let it happen to you by the angels that heal you watching and listening in this place in a major demonstration of God's creative power and ability of the glory that He will pour out upon everyone. Let it start with us. We volunteer for the experiment of your glory because we have no idea what it's going to look like. Yeah. I don't even need to understand it. I just want to be a part of it. I don't have to have it figured it out. I have no grid for what you're about to do, Heavenly Father. In this generation, I just want to be a part of it. Use us any way you can, Holy Spirit, for the glory of the Lamb of God, for the glory of our Heavenly Father, for the glory of New Jerusalem, and for the healing of all nations. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen! Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) 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 Hallelujah. You want to sow into that revival word? Click the links in the description or go on your phone or go on to redletterman.com and and give an offering into the works of God in this ministry in Jesus' name and be blessed as you give. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Hehehehe <laughs>